What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. In today's episode, we got a game that we need to preview. The Bulls are facing the Raptors tonight. Talk about that. We're also going to go into the mailback where we're getting questions about Zach Levine possibly being injured. We actually got an update on that as well. Uh, we'll also be talking about um, some of the Bulls' rumored moves that they may be interested in and why there's some smoke and mirrors there. We'll get into all that and some more right after this. All right, so in today's episode, I'm going to mix things up a little bit. I usually end with the mailbag, and I usually always, when we have Bulls on a Bulls game day, I start with the preview of the game. I'm actually going to flip that around today. Let me know what you guys think about the format change. We're going to talk, go into the mailbag first, and then we'll talk about the game some, because it's just uh, some of the other topics that I was going to talk about today all came in through the mailbag as well, people asking questions about them. So I'm just going to answer them first there just to mix it up. Let's keep things a little bit fresh around here. So first, we're going to go into this voicemail. This one's from Shay, and Shay is asking about the Bulls' reported interest in Dennis Schroeder. Hey, hey, what's up? This is Shay. What do you think about this whole Dennis Schroeder trade thingy? Now, I don't think we should go and get him, not only because he's a guard and we don't need him, but Jesus Christ, this man has proven to be very excessive, even with the Boston Celtics. And there's a reason why he's being on the move. And I don't really trust him, especially seeing the fact that we already have enough guards and we kind of need a big man. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. All right. So the rumors of the Bulls being interested in Schroeder, I really, this again, personal. Uh, I have no sources, so I don't know. Uh, but I just, I don't see it. I, I really see this as something that it's it's writers trying to generate things for clicks. It's writers trying to come up with articles that they know are going to get attention because it's trade deadline week, right? We, we're, what, eight days away or seven days away from the trade deadline at this point. Um, and so you're going to see a lot of articles of, of writers just trying to grasp for straws, saying that there's reported interest, trying to make links to players that may have either played for a coach or a GM before. Um, you're going to get a lot of that type of stuff. Um, during this next week, these next seven days before the trade deadline. And I really do think that this is what it is. Just looking at the Bulls roster, it doesn't seem like like Schroeder would be somebody that they're interested in unless, right? So I do want to talk about it from both sides. While my personal opinion is, is that I truly don't think that there's anything here with this deal. I, I don't expect this to happen or anything like that. Here's here's from the, on the flip side of that, is that if this is true, if there is reported interest and, and there is some, some interest there from Dennis Schroeder from this front office, to me, that means one of a couple things. It either means that they think either Lonzo or Caruso will not be back as healthy as early as they thought they would, right? That that's that's something that it could mean there is that they look at it and they're looking at this roster saying, hey, maybe, maybe both of them. Maybe they may not be back. Maybe there's a chance they won't be back by the playoffs. And we need an extra guard in there that we can trust defensively and to do some things for. So, you know, there is that. Again, I don't want to cause any anything for alarm. I have no sources. This hasn't been reported at all. This is me just speculating at this point is that maybe there's something there. And that's why there's an interest in Schroeder. Or it could very, very well be um, the preset of another deal or a larger deal being made. Maybe a deal that it does involve Kobe White. Um, you know, as much as I, my personal opinion is of the Bulls should not trade Kobe White because you know how important bench scoring is, especially for the playoffs. Now, Kobe has been more cold than hot lately. Um, so th maybe that, maybe it's a precursor to a another deal that's going to happen, and maybe that deal does involve one of the Bulls guards, more than likely Kobe White. I don't see the Bulls really trading Alice Caruso or Alonzo Ball or Io DeSumo at this point. Um, so if it does involve a guard. Um, or, you know, maybe it, it could be it involves two guards. You know, there has been rumored interest that Troy Brown Jr. would be involved in the, in the deal for Schroeder. 
Um, so, you know, there's a lot to be said there. There's a lot that could be. And this is one of the reasons why I don't do a lot of heavy spe uh, trade speculation or move speculation is just because it's so many different moving parts. And as I reported yesterday, this front office plays things close to the vest. So it really makes me less likely to believe any of these rumors that come out, especially when it doesn't seem like it makes sense to the Bulls' current roster construction and what they're currently missing. But where do things have happened? So, um, you know, I wanted to report on it mainly because Shay asked the question. I got a couple of more texts and voicemails on it as well. So if you also sent in a voicemail and I didn't play it, it's only because I, 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 I don't want to play several voicemails over the over the same topic. Shay got his in first. So uh, that that's default. That's the way I'm going to do things from now on. If we get voicemails on the same exact topic, I'm going to more than likely default to the first one, unless it's like a first time caller and they haven't been called and they haven't called in before. Um, so that's my opinion. Let me know what you guys think about the uh, Dennis Schroeder rumors and things like that. Do you think like me that it's all just smoke and mirrors? It's writers trying to come up with uh, headlines during this trade deadline week. Or do you think it may be uh, a more more serious thing and an actual thing that's going on there? Next thing I want to talk about. Now, this isn't a voicemail, but Paul Millsap. Uh, we've all seen it now that, that, you know, now Paul Millsap is reportedly the Bulls are high on his list, if not the number one team on his list. Um, I've said before, I don't really see Brooklyn making a trade with the Bulls just because of what that could mean for the competition between the Nets and the Bulls. But hey, I could be wrong with that too. If Paul Millsap is bought out, I fully expect him to be on the Chicago Bulls roster. That's just my personal opinion. I think that, you know, with what the Bulls have right now is that it could, it could even, even if they don't see Paul Millsap maybe as that, that actual stopgap at the power forward position until Patrick Williams gets back. It would just make sense. He's a true power forward, right? Uh, a veteran who's been on, and that's what this team needs as well. One thing that we have seen with this team lately, especially, is that sometimes, not not a lot, right? But sometimes the lack of experience does cause issues for this for the squad. So there's some potential there with that. But I fully expect if Paul Millsap is bought out. It's 100. He's coming to the. That's what I I choose to believe. Now that could blow up in my face. Again, this is my opinion. This is not fact. This isn't sources. This isn't anything like that. Um. But we'll continue to see um, and just monitor it and what actually happens with Paul Millsap and uh, the Bulls moves overall. Like I, 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 I've always maintained that I fully expected to be more a buyout market thing than a trade thing for this team. But could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Let's get into the next voicemail. This one is from Marvin. and He leaves these about Zach Levine. Morning, Hayes. It's Marvin again, man. I uh, just wanted to leave another uh, voice message, not necessarily for the fan, but just for you and me and uh, a couple of people that I mean, you know, whoever else is concerned. I don't know if you know this, man, but um, take a look at Zach and his ups since he had that injury. I can, I can totally see the difference now. I don't know if he's just being timid, but I'm getting a little concerned because I blew my knees out a long time ago, man. And then, you know, the concern when you blow your knees out is you just, you tend to pull on your body in different areas and you end up hurting something else. I, I'm hoping not, but I, I really, I really think he's still having a little problem with one, with that left knee because that's his power up leg also. Uh, that's all I have. I just want you, you know, if you get a chance the next time or if you uh, get this message, just check his highlights, man, on the recent since he's been back, man. I think he's, I think he's, he's favoring that, that knee. I mean, he's playing okay, but I'm telling you, man, when you, when you have a knee injury, people who have them, they know you just tend to, you tend to just shade away from that periodically, man, and then you end up, you know, kind of, you know, straining something else. So, just when you get a chance, take a look at that. 
have a good day. I forgot to say one more thing. The reason I was bringing that point up, um, Zach, is because we got this two-game road trip coming up. And that second game is a back-to-back. I really think we probably need to sit him out for that Indiana game. Now, I know this Toronto game is really important. So he probably will play in that. But I want to, I just want you to keep your eyes on him. And, uh, if my heart and my mind is, is correct, I think they're probably going to sit him out that Indiana game. Uh, just check it out for me. And, you know, it's funny that Marvin leaves this because something that came out today, and I was going to talk about when I previewed the game, but Zach Levine is now on the the injury report. He's listed as probable, but has a mid-back spasm that that is is harping him. Now, to Marvin's point, I've had a torn meniscus in my knee. Um, I've actually left a torn meniscus in my, a, a partially torn meniscus in my knee for like two years. I'm not an athlete, so I just didn't do anything about it because I didn't want to get surgery. Um... But yes, when you do have knee pain, you put pressure on your body in other places, which can cause other injuries, which can cause other things to get tight, get sore. And this, I don't want to, again, I'm not saying that this is what's causing Zach Levine's uh, back issues. It could just very well be from the course of the season, could just be from working. It could be a lot of different things. But the fact that he's listed as probable instead of out, um, you know, leads me to believe is nothing more serious. Uh, You know, Marvin says that, you know, maybe he'll set out against the Indiana game. I don't know if that happens. I don't know if I if I think that as well. But one thing we did see them rest DeMar DeRozan, uh, give DeMar DeRozan a game off for rest. I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know if it happens now, but I would not be surprised at all if we do see uh, the team gets, uh, the certain players get more rest, especially if they have like not big injuries, but maybe little nagging ones that a day off could really help and things like that. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, I, you're not the only one Marvin to point out that it seems like Zach's playing a little tight out there. And I think we all, all, we automatically go to that knee thing because that was the last thing that made him miss some time. It didn't seem like by any reports of anything, that knee thing is going to be anything lingering. So I don't know, but I mean, he's even said it's uncomfortable. It can be tight at times. So we'll see, but this is the course of the NBA season. This is why I always say when I talk about the bulls being healthy, I kind of always word it as relative health because once the season starts, almost no one's fully healthy. And this is the type of thing, at least it seems with Zach, that it's not going to be anything that really is, is at risk of him missing heavy time, but it could be, very well be a thing that he does need more rest games, especially on back-to-backs if it's not like a big game and things like that. And because the Bulls have Philly and Phoenix coming up in a back-to-back next week, it would make sense to try to get him some rest in there where you can. So uh, I, I, don't, um, I don't know if it's going to be as much of an issue as maybe it seems like you're worried about, but it is something to definitely look out for and monitor, especially you know, with, I, you know, you said in there too, that maybe Zach hasn't had, or you alluded to Zach not having the explosion that he had. And, you know, I didn't really think about that, uh, you know, cause he has had some really good dunks and, and things and moving to the basket explosively, but maybe you're right. And I, uh, you know, other Bulls fans, let me know what you think down below. Do you agree with that? What do you think about, uh, uh, about Zach possibly getting some rest here, wrestling on the back to back and things like that. Let me know that down below. Let's get into the last topic for today. And that is a preview of the Bulls facing the Raptors tonight. Again, with this Bulls team, at this point, every time I do a pregame, it's basically going to be the same thing, unless it's like a big a big matchup. But the Bulls just need to play solidly on both sides of the ball. That's just what it boils down to. We know that the Bulls, in the last uh, five games, the Bulls are averaging 122 points per game on 51% field goal shooting, which leads the league. So with that being said, it's it's the Bulls can play efficiently in offense. We know what they can uh, be offensively, especially with Io. And the playmaking that we're seeing from him, it really is bringing out the best in players like Tyler Cook. We seen Javante score more and more consistently in, at, in double digits with like I, having a a a playmaker like like Io out there. Um, this offense, the offense isn't really the thing that I usually worry about. Now it can be an issue. We have seen the Bulls have nights where they just can't shoot. They can't make three pointers. They can't 
make make shots, and that definitely hurts hurts the team. But overall, as long as we have Zach, Demar, Vooch playing efficiently, scoring efficiently, this offense pretty much takes care of itself in every other facet. We're seeing the bench as well come on more the last few games as well. Again, we've had big big games from Kobe, um, solid games from Troy uh, from Troy Brown, uh, big for him from for Tony Bradley, and we're seeing the bench score more consistently in a way where it's not all on Kobe. It's not usually if the bench scored over 20, 25 points, it meant that Kobe was having a sixteen to seven point game. What we're seeing from from the bench now is that Kobe can have a nine, 10 point game and then we can get nine, eight, seven, six points throughout the rest of the bench. And that really does make things um, easier for the Bulls overall on offense. The key thing with this Bulls team is the effort defensively. We know they don't have the one on one defenders that they're missing in in um, Caruso and Lonzo Ball. We know Io is a great defender. Io's defensive stats put him up there amongst the top of the league in how he plays defensively in the stretch of being a starter since Lonzo has been out. And that's going to be key as well, especially for the playoffs. But the Bulls need to play that activity on defense, running, rotating out on, on, on the three-point line, making those things, uh, making the other team work for the three-point shots and, and not get open shots in general. One thing with the Bulls also, the ball movement on offense and the player movement. It's a two-fold thing. Everybody just, a lot of people just want to focus on the ball moving, but the players need to move without the ball confidently and with purpose as well. As long as those things happen, the Bulls can be in any game this season. We've played uh Toronto tough in every game that we played them this season I have they beat us any of this I can't remember off the top of my head but I fully expect the Bulls to play a solid game tonight and I expect them to play a really good game and come out with the win I expect from the Chicago Bulls that's not to say it's going to be easy but the Bulls know what this stretch means to them and I really do think now could it be a trap game usually we think about trap games being the second game on a back-to-back but it could very well be that the first game on the back-to-back is a trap game because they're looking forward especially with in, what indiana did to them early in the season now we know we got their revenge but it could be something like that as well if they overlook it that's why the bulls and their execution on both sides of the ball are some of the things that i'm going to focus in most for in this game just to go over some things for the channel we will have a, a pre-game show we will have a halftime hangout and a live post-game show tonight for the for the game tonight so be on the lookout for that friday's game um i was initially supposed to be traveling so there there's a chance now that i will have my normal live streams for friday's games um, because of this, the weather here in the Midwest has been crazy. So I kind of expect my flight to be canceled at this point. But if it is not, if it is not, I will not have any uh, live streams tomorrow um, for the game. Now, if if my flight is canceled, you can expect me here full force live. That's it for me for today. Let me know everything you guys feel down below. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and voicemail like you heard on today's show, you can do so at 773-270-2799. Like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.